Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you today, go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter number 1. If you have the Version app, encourage you to log in there. You'll find the passages of Scripture, the notes that are there. Just go into the Version app, go down to events, and you'll find LHA Church listed there. You know, one of the things that we find about life is that life has a lot of unanswered questions. What about this? What about that? Why did this happen to me? Why am I having to go through this? Why did they do that to me? Why did I lose my job? Why am I in this position? Why did my spouse leave me? Why did my loved one have to die? Why am I fighting this disease? Why aren't things going the way I thought they would? You ever been there? I believe the longer that I live, and I think this is true for all of us, the longer I live, the more I have found there are a lot of things in life that I simply don't know. Simply don't have the answers to. The truth is that in this life that you and I live, there are many things that you and I are going to face and we're going to go through and we're going to experience and encounter. The truth is we on this side of life may never know all the whys of it all. Look at our passage with me this morning, if we will, 2 Timothy chapter number 1. The Apostle Paul in this book is writing to a young preacher by the name of Timothy. Paul has been his mentor, his spiritual father. He's been teaching and he's been training him for ministry. Verse 11 says, and God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, a teacher of this good news. How many of y'all believe this is good news? Amen. He says, that is why I am suffering here in prison. But I am not ashamed of it. For I know the one in whom I trust. And I am sure, somebody say, I'm sure. I'm sure that he's able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. I want you to notice two words at the beginning of verse number 12. They are the words suffering and prison. Neither are good words. 
When I'm speaking about a good day, I usually wouldn't use the word suffering or prison to put with them. Suffering gives us the picture of difficulty. Strong's Concordance defines the word suffering in this way. To experience a sensation or impression that is usually painful. To suffer. Going through a difficulty. This kind of pain can be physical. It can be emotional. It can be mental pain. It can be a broken heart. A wounded spirit. A shattered dream. Paul in this passage says, I am the servant of the Lord and, and I am suffering. I'm doing what is right, yet I'm suffering. I am being the person that God has called me to be and I'm suffering. And it's painful. Have you ever said at a moment in your life, this is not fair. This is not what I planned. This is not what I wanted or still want. And if you would be honest with yourself and those around you, you would say internally, I am suffering. Friend, I have to tell you today, there are times in this life when you and I are going to walk through things, we're going to face things, we're going to encounter things that plainly put are very, very painful. We would agree with the Apostle Paul when he penned these words and said, I am suffering. Now notice he goes on to give a little bit more description of that suffering. He says, I'm suffering here where? In prison. How many of you know prison is not the best place to be? Prison. It's a place I can't escape. It's a thing I can't avoid. I can't get out of it. It's as though the walls of my suffering are holding me hostage. I would like to pass by this and get beyond this suffering, but it seems like I can't get past it. It's like a prison. I'm contained here, and I'm going through all of this, and I'm held against my will. Notice he continues in verse 12. That's the sad side of the story. That's the difficult side of the story. I'm glad he didn't leave it there. He says, but I am not ashamed of it. I'm in pain. I'm in difficulty. I'm in prison. Things aren't really going the best for me right now. But I'm not ashamed of it. In spite of what I'm going through, I'm not ashamed. You see, this kind of situation could cause a change in my perspective. He says, but it's not changing my perspective. In spite, of what, in spite of what I'm going through, Paul says, my mind has not changed one bit. In spite of what I'm facing, I've not been sidetracked, nor have I been caught off guard. 
when you and I are going through a time of suffering, the enemy wants to cause us to doubt. He wants to have a change of mind for you and for me. The apostle said, in spite of what I'm facing and what I'm walking through, he says, in spite of my suffering and my prison for the Lord, he said, I'm not ashamed of it in the least bit. He gives the reason for that boldness. He gives that reason for no change of mind in verse 12. He says, for I know the one in whom I trust. This morning, for a few minutes, I want you to focus your thoughts and your attention on those two words, I know. This is the word when things don't make sense. Whoo, Jesus. This is the word when things are unfair. This is the word when things have not turned out as I expected them to be. I may not understand it all, but this I know. I'm suffering, and it is painful, but this I know. I may be suffering and in prison to this thing, but this I know. This morning, for a few moments, if you will indulge me, I want to take a look back at what we do know. When your life is full of unanswered questions, I want to remind you of what we know. First thing I would remind you of today is this. He will never let you down. I don't care what you hear. He will never let you down. Doesn't matter what we see. He will never let you down. No matter what it may look like. He will never let you down. As I was in preparation for today, um, the Lord brought back to memory. This morning I have a different Bible that I'm preaching from. And uh, it's, it's not the best looking Bible I have. You can see the parts of it are falling apart. It's cracked. Part of the leather's peeled off. If you look at it, there are pages that are loose. They've come out. I'll be honest, there are pages that are just plain dirty over the years of thumbing through. Thinking the other day, uh, well over 30 years that I have used this Bible. I have preached many sermons from this Bible. I've went back many times in times of suffering to this Bible. I've went through times that seemed like a prison. And I came back and was reminded in my spirit that he will never let me down. There's been times I haven't known what to do. I remember a specific, probably the most uh, clear example that I would know to give you of a time I went back and found his word speaking to my heart was when uh, we were given uh, a phone call and they called and said, would you be interested in coming and serving as the pastor at Lighthouse Assembly? And I kept telling my wife, I'm not old. I was 25 years old. I literally have grown up here. 
I said, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. I don't have what it takes. I can't do this. That's a bigger task than what I'm prepared for. She said, listen to God. Listen to God. I said, I am. I am. But I'm telling you. And uh, I am not the type of person. I don't get up in the middle of the night and read. And I don't get up in the middle of the night and do things. And one night, a couple nights after that call came, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I couldn't go back to sleep. And. So I picked up my Bible, and you can say, people, honest truth, it wouldn't matter what somebody's argument was with me. You could never live long enough to convince me. I went down. I, I still uh, remember that room. I came down the stairs, sat on the couch, and opened my Bible. And I said, God, if there's something you want to speak to me, I'm listening. I'm not kidding you. Open my Bible out of the thousands of pages, opened it up, and the passage right in front of me was Jeremiah's call. And God said to him, stop saying you're just a child and that you can't speak. Wow, I'm not very sharp, but I picked up on that pretty quick. <laughs> there's been so many times I the reason I brought this Bible today was not to show you the incredible quality of this Bible but to tell you this Bible has been a faithful friend in my life and uh, the times when I didn't have the answers I'd sit here and I'd go back I'd go back times when I would say, Lord, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Lord, i got to preach. And, and I would be reminded I'm just a child and I don't have the abilities to do it and to go back. And it'd be out of this book. He'd speak something to my heart to share. And I guess what I'm really trying to tell you is this old wore out Bible is a picture that he'll never let you down. This Bible is a visible representation of his faithfulness to speak into your life when you need it, to say the things that you need when you need it, to, to help you, to give you when you're climbing up the side of the mountain and it seems like you don't have one more thing to hold on to, it'll give you the thing to hold on to to get you one more step higher. In the hour of loneliness, it'll remind you when he says, I'm right here with you, I'm right beside you, I'm not leaving you, I'm going to comfort you, I'm going to keep you. I'll tell you this, he's never left me, he's never walked away from me, I have went my own plenty of times, I've done my own thing, had to do it my way, y'all ever had to do it your way, but even in those times, friend, he never let me down. Others have failed me. Others have turned on me. Others have walked away from me. They've given up on me. But he has never let me down. Others have let me down. They've disappointed me. They've left me, given up on me. But he has never let me down. He's never disappointed me. He has never failed me. 
There have been people in my life that I thought would never change, and yet they did change. But Jesus has never changed in my life. I would agree with the writer of Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ has always been the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's never brought me harm. He's never brought me hurt or pain. I've brought all those things to my life. Others have brought those things to my life. But Jesus, but Jesus, he has never let me down. Listen, this morning when I've needed him, he's always been there. When I've called to him, when I've cried, when I've mourned, when I've grieved in my heart before him, he has always been there. When I was lonely, he was the hand on my shoulder. When I was by myself, he was the one that stuck closer than a brother. When my heart was broken, he bound up the brokenness in my heart. Many things I do not know, but this I no. In the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, in the middle of alarm, in the middle of fear, when things have caught me off guard, when things have startled me, he's always been there. Jesus has never let me down. This I know. Many other things I'm not sure about, but this I know. Jesus has never let me down. I would tell you today, knowledge, he never let me down, but he's never given up on me. Oh, that's a big, let me tell you, that's a big deal right there. He's never given up on me. Oh, I can tell you this. I've given him plenty of reasons. I'm kind of like the old piece of clay that the potter was working with. And the harder the potter worked, the more the clay would not bend or mold to the shape of the, of the potter's hand. And you know, a lot of times when that, the potter just take it off the wheel and throw it in the scrap pile. But he'd put a little more water on his hands. Water represents the Holy Spirit. Woo. And he would begin to mow. He didn't quit when the clay wouldn't fall. He just kept on. And he kept on. And he says, all right, we got all eternity. We got all eternity. I don't need a day. I've got all. Time is nothing to him. My God. I thought I should have been farther. He says, I got all the time in the world. I should have done it. Stop worrying. He's never given up on me. He found me. I didn't find him. He found me. He saved me. I don't know if you're like I am, but sometimes I wonder if he, I know he's God and he knows everything, but I wonder if he knew what he was getting into when he got me. Ooh. But I'm reminded of the words in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. My grace is sufficient. <laughs> Notice what it says. My grace is sufficient for who? You. <laughs> My grace is sufficient for 
you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Can I tell you today, his grace is enough. His grace is powerful enough. His grace will keep you. Oh, I can tell you, I've given him plenty of reasons to give up on me. I've given him reasons to throw up his hands in the air and say, this guy is a lost cause. But I have to tell you today, his grace has always been sufficient to keep a hold of me. His love and provision in my life has always been enough. His provision has always been spot on. I'm here today not because of anything Jerry Galloway's done. I'm here today because his forgiveness was enough when I needed it. He provided mercy when I needed it. When I needed healing, he was my provision. When I needed direction, when I needed guidance, when I needed help, his provision saw me through. When I needed financial provision, he's always made a way where there wasn't a way. I can't tell you over my life how many times I've looked at my wife and said, we're not going to get out of this one, and we're still here today. And I've laid at night worrying and fretting and stewing and anxious and didn't, oh, I'm still here today. There's a lot of things I don't know, but I do know this. He's never given up on me. When I failed him, his forgiveness was enough. When common sense would have said enough is enough, let him go, he said, no, I won't let him go. <laughs> Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39, for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth. Notice this, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Nothing, nothing, nothing can separate us. His love has carried me through, not just this past week. But I would tell you through my whole life, <laughs> he's carried me through. He's been with me. He's never left me. He's never given up on me. Paul said, I know the one in whom I'm trusting. I know what I am to work with. I know how fallible I am. But I know the one that I put my trust in. And I know that he is able. Lamentations 3 and 22, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. Oh, that's a good word for us today. They never fail. Say never. They never fail. His compassions never fail. Can I tell you today as well? In my life and in your life, we can say together, he's always been faithful and true. Faithful and true. When I look back over my life, many things have changed. 
How many of y'all say you've changed over the years? You wouldn't recognize the 25-year-old that came here to pastor today. Little difference. Things have changed. We've all changed in that time. People around me have changed. Circumstances have changed. But through it all, he has remained faithful and he has remained true. When you and I trusted him to be the Lord of our lives, we anchored our life in him. And I can tell you today that the anchor still holds. The anchor still holds. He has supported me. He's cared for me. He's listened to me when nobody else wanted to listen to my story. He's listened to me. Here's, here, I, I, I'm amazed. He has been patient with me. You ever had somebody in your life that you were, your patience was tried? You thought, oh, Lord. They walked through the door and you went, dear Jesus, you're going to have to help me today. Now, I know y'all are spiritual on it's Sunday, but y'all been there. In fact, some of y'all, you got the picture in your head right now. Yep. I wonder sometimes if, he, if he's not been, oh, send an angel down that help Jerry. I can't handle any more his mess today. <laughs> he was then, and he still is today. Time has changed, but the effects of time have no power over him. When I failed, he was faithful. 2 Timothy 2 and 13, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. You see, today, don't misunderstand me. This is not a sermon trying to say how terrible I've always been. I'm here to tell you how good he's always been. I'm not here today to highlight me. I'm here to highlight him because he's the one that's been faithful. Timothy Paul said to Timothy, when we are faithless, yet he remains faithful. When I doubted, he was faithful. When I stumbled and fell, he stood firm. When I faltered, he remained the same. I want to take you back to Lamentations 3 again. Lamentations 3, 22, and this time 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. How many of y'all know God could just smoke us right where we're at if he wanted to? God say enough is enough. Whoo, we are not consumed. Notice this, for his compassion never fell. Look at these words. They are new. Somebody say new. new. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. First Thessalonians 5 and 24. I love this passage. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Love this one. Philippians 1 and 6. Being confident. This goes right along with I know. 
being confident of this. There are a lot of things I'm not confident about, a lot of things I don't know, a lot of things I don't understand, but I'm being confident about this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on, notice this, to completion. Not till he gets aggravated with you. Not till he just deals with you a little bit and rolls his eyes at you a little bit and wants to give up on you. He will carry it not till the storms come and, and not till you've made a mess of it. He will carry it on to completion. What he began, he will complete. What he started, he will finish. Listen, he knew you were a mess when he picked you up. And he's going to carry you all the way through because it doesn't have a thing to do with you. It all has to do with what he can do. Whew. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. There's a lot I do not know today, but this I know. Jesus is faithful and true. Friend, I don't know what you may be facing today in your life that has caused you to doubt, to be fearful, to be anxious, to wonder. So often reminded of King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20 when the Bible says he was alarmed. A lot of things in life alarm us, don't they? A lot of things that alarm us and we don't know the answers to them. In fact, in that passage, King Jehoshaphat prayed, led the people that day in prayer, and he said, uh, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. I don't know, friend, what you may be facing today, and you might be saying on the inside, man, I do not know what to do. But you would come along with King Jehoshaphat and say, but my eyes are on you. Because the truth is, there's not a person sitting in this room that could ever say God has let them down because God won't ever let you down. There's nobody here. We It's not like we can play a video and show people who say, well, one time God gave up on me because he'll never give up on you. There's, there's not a video of anybody we can show that would say God was unfaithful to me because he will. God can't do anything but be faithful because that's who he is. So today, I don't know what maybe has changed in your life or what you may be confronted with, what may be fears, what may be worries. I want to encourage you today, friend, when you don't know, when you don't have the answers, reach back into what you do know. So many times, you, if you could, could see Probably the reason this cover on this Bible is cracked because there are many days that actually tears sat on this when I said, God, I don't know what else to do. Honestly, when I say, God, I'm afraid. 
I'm worried. I don't know how we're going to come through this. Tears aren't wet today. You know why? Because we walk that journey. And the next time that the tears wet the cover of the Bible, some of the pages in this Bible are loose because they were often used. <laughs> As they would remind me, not what I thought, but what I know. Friend, I want to encourage you today to reach back and remember what you know. When you don't understand, when you don't have the answers, when things are happening and you thought this will never happen to me, and yet here you are. When you don't know what those things are, reach back to what you do know. 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 The Bible says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Go back to what you do know. Go back to what you do know. I may not know how we're going to get through it, but we're going to get through it because he's never let me down. <laughs> I am living proof, and you are living proof. You know, one of, the, one of the beautiful things about serving here as long as I have, I have walked a lot of journeys with a lot of you over the years. I've seen you at times when you're on the mountaintop, and I've seen you in the valley. You've seen me on the mountaintop, and you've seen me in the valley, and yet we're all still here, aren't we? What we thought would take us out didn't take us out. We're still here. I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I just pray for my friends that are here this morning. Father, you know the many things that they face. You know the many things that all of us, Lord, walk through and uh, are confronted with in our lives. You know the many things that have, like King Jehoshaphat, many things that have alarmed us, made us fearful, made us worry, made us fret, made us lose sleep. You know the things, God, that has hurt our hearts broken our hearts God in the moment of the confusion in the moment of those things would you just remind us today who you are that you're right here with us that you're right here with us that you're not going to let us down that you're not going to give up on us and no matter what Monday brings, you will still be faithful and true. This I know. Because I've seen you do it before. And I think you'll do it again. I'm just convinced and I'm bold enough to believe what you have been you will continue to be in all of our lives.
Jesus' name. Would you stand with me this morning and join me today? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what situations maybe that you need to be reminded them of that He is faithful. You know, there's a lot of times I'll be honest with you. I come to church. And uh, people say, hey, how you doing? I'll say, fine. We got to stop lying in church, don't we? Because there's some days it ain't fine. We're hurting on the inside. I don't want things might be keeping you awake. Things that you secretly worry about that maybe nobody knows anything about. Things have threatened to rob your joy, steal the song in your heart. But I want to remind you of something. Those things don't have the power to do that. Because He is your song, He is our joy. Today, as, as I was in preparation for today, I just wanted, I wanted you to have the revelation of who he is. I wanted to remind you today of who he's been and who he will continue to be in your life. And my heart today wanted to be able to pray with some of you. Listen, we can, we can often put on the front that I, I'm not worried about anything. And sometimes we are very worried. We're worried about our kids. We're worried about our spouses. We're worried about our jobs. We're worried about our finances. We're worried about a lot of things. In the midst of the worry, I want to remind you today who he is who he'll be today if you're walking through some things and you maybe you're worrying about some things and see I just need to be reminded today of who he is if that's you today I'm going to be the first one to respond <laughs> if, if you need to be reminded of that today would you step out from where you're at and come and Make your way across the front of this place today. You say, I just need to be reminded today of who he is. Ask Paula to sing a particular song. I'd like for her to do that at this point. The words of the song is through it all. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Here's what I'd like before she starts. I'd like for some of you, you see, you may not have a thing going on right now. Maybe everything's copacetic in your life, but you've been there. I'd like for some of you to come and just stand behind these brothers and sisters. Maybe put a hand on the shoulder and just begin to pray for them. Just begin to pray. Cross the room. Just keep moving. If you found him to be faithful and true, 
If you found him to never give up, just. The Bible says we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. I need some more just to keep going. I'd like for every person down here to have somebody gathered around them. Lord, we just stand in this place before you. You're the God of heaven and you're the God of earth. But you are our heavenly Father. And Lord, today we look to you as our heavenly Father. And Lord, we, we cast all of our care upon you today. Because we know you care for us. We know that your strength is made perfect in our weakness Lord there's many things we know about you but God one of them we know you're all powerful and that you love us <laughs> and you're watching over us Lord remind us today who you are <laughs> Lord this we know this we know thank you Lord for never leaving us never given up on us thank you for always being faithful thank you for the days the weeks the months for many in this room the decades you have been faithful and true thank you thank you thank you thank you for not forgetting about us <laughs> thank you for being patient with us thank you for weeping with us when we weep and rejoicing when we rejoice. Thank you for always being there at a moment's notice. Thank you for always being faithful and true. Father, today I just ask you, be faithful and true again today. For this I know from your word, your mercies are fresh and new every single day. So Lord, give them what they need today. And tomorrow, it'll be fresh and new. Give them what they need tomorrow. And every day of their life, give them what they need. For you're the God who gives us all good things. And Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you for this truth. And we give you all praise. In Jesus' name.